0: Welcome to the Machinery Safety Matters podcast with your host, Barry Shepherd. Today, I want to talk to you about how to approach hazards and apply the hierarchy of controls. So when faced with a hazard on a machine, it's really important to know how to manage those hazards. This podcast aims to deal with the hazards that you have risk assessed, and it's about getting a clear strategy on how to manage those hazards and apply an appropriate solution. Knowing how to manage hazards is the next step in machinery safety design and applying a strategy will put you in a great position and ahead of most of the field of engineers who design machinery solutions. There are lots of different strategies for dealing with hazards and finding appropriate solutions but I have a favourite one which I tend to use quite a lot and this is known as the Eric P. D. risk assessment process. A lot of health and safety practitioners use it so they're quite familiar with this already. But from a machinery safety perspective, I tend to use it and and it works very successfully. So just to go through the ERIC PD. So the first letter is E and that is for eliminate. This should be the first thing that you think about because it is the most effective way to deal with hazards. Getting rid of a hazard by design is far better than having to put in the extra measures where the hazard still exists. When you have to manage the hazard, there are extra engineering requirements. Costs of parts, costs of spares, costs to maintain and repair and train people. Eliminating the hazard will not only make the machine safe but it will actually save your business some money in the long run. You could eliminate hazards by replacing a fluid used by the machine from one that is harmful one to one that is not. That action has removed the hazard and no further work would be required. But sometimes it isn't always possible to eliminate the hazard due to the functional requirements. The machine has moving parts and preventing them from operating would make the machine unusable. There are times when operators need to be close to the moving parts, especially in cases when fault finding. If elimination is not possible, then the next part of the hierarchy is to reduce the hazard. This could be achieved by reducing any of the machinery limits. That was identified during the first stage of the risk assessment. When you think about reducing the risk an option is to lower the speed and make the hazardous part of the machine operate slower or it could be reducing the force required to carry out a specific task and make the machine less harmful to the interacting operators. Other options could be to reduce the amount of time that an operator interacts with the machine or the number of or type of people taking into account training and education. However, there are times when the machine cannot run slower or have forces that are below hazardous limits and for it to function as a machine due to commercial reasons. A power press could not have its forces reduced so low that it becomes safe and functional at the same time. So another solution must be considered. This will lead you to the next level in the hierarchy of controls which is to isolate the operator from the hazard. The obvious one that comes to mind is electrical isolation and following the lockout, tagout, safe system of work procedure. But isolation can be through mechanical means too, through physical guarding. It can be through distance by putting hazards out of reach, either horizontally behind a fence or guard or up in the air out of physical reach. When considering this option, you still have to think about how operators are going to interact with the machine. It will still need to be maintained and fault finding will still need to be carried out. It could be put in a locking bolt to prevent further movement of a machine, especially when working below a lifting mechanism. If the operator needs to be near the moving parts for setting, adjusting or inspection and maintenance purposes, then the next thing to consider is controls. So think about hold to run, light curtains, scanners, two hand controls, anything that monitors and can react to a person being beyond any acceptable limits of the machinery. There's a whole array of different devices to monitor and control hazardous situations. These controls can be used with other parts of the machinery of controls. For example, you could have a three position hold to run switch to run the machine when it is in a reduced mode so that if the operator were to either let go or squeeze a switch, the machine will stop. The operation of the machine will only run when the switch is held in the middle position. This solution offers monitoring and control for a reduced hazard. Light curtains will shut down machines if an operator is not recognised and crosses between the transmitter and receiver into a dangerous area. The last two of the hierarchy of controls really are the last resort to be used as a primary control, but will often be used to enhance other control measures that I've already listed. So think about personal protective equipment. So when nothing else can be physically done to protect persons from coming into contact with a hazard, then the last barrier is personal protective equipment, or PPE. This can be the usual standard work That I class as shoes with toe protection, high vis vest either yellow or orange and that's to be determined by the site of the business, eyewear with or without side deflectors again to be decided by the site, gloves for protection from hot and cold and sharp edges, helmet or bump cap to protect from falling objects or low level obstructions. After personal protective equipment you are left with discipline So on its own, it's the very least effective control measures of all of them and should never ever be used as the only means of protecting personnel. But I would recommend that this is used to enhance any of the of the previous control measures that I have mentioned. Discipline is managed through safe systems of work, sanctions, permits and safe operating procedures. These will rarely be determined at the customer level. The last two of these control measures should only enhance the previous four. If these are your primary control measures, then it would only be suitable if the risk evaluation result was low. Otherwise, you should think about redesigning your solution. In summary, I discussed the hierarchy of controls where E was for eliminate the hazard, think about replacing fluids, or designing out completely. R was for reduce, so think about reducing forces and speeds, etc. I was for isolate, not just electrical, there are mechanical means too. C was for control, so again think about devices like light curtains, scanners, halter run. P was for PPE, so think about hard hat, high-vis, vest, gloves, safety shoes, glasses. And then lastly, D was for discipline, where you have safe systems of work, permits, sanctions, and safe operating procedures. Thanks for listening to me and if you know of anyone who would benefit from what I have just discussed then please do share it. Also if you have anything you would like to hear me discuss in an upcoming podcast drop me a line in the usual social media channels. Also check the show notes for important resources and links. If you liked it then please hit that subscribe button. This helps make the show grow to reach more and get more people talking about machinery safety. So when Machinery Safety Matters, remember the Machinery Safety Matters podcast. Until next time, bye for now.